847 Wisconsin's Morning News on this Tuesday morning. Spent about an hour with the mayor of the city of Milwaukee on Monday, and we got into a lot of stuff. Matt Walker hosted at his company, and Matt's one of our partners here, Walker Media Agency, had this business roundtable. Really nice event. I appreciate Matt's ability to do that and to bring business leaders from around the area together. And it was kind of laid back. He's like, I just want a couple dozen of these business leaders to come in to be able to meet the mayor if they haven't and just chat about different things. It's smart. That's brilliant. The mayor should be talking to those folks. Right. And so, and he deliberately didn't invite a whole ton of media, you know, because then people people behave differently when they're in those situations, sure, of right? And I did ask the mayor, I'm like, hey, I was going to start him off, prime the pump a little bit, or ask a few follow ups here and there, but mostly I opened up to the floor. But I said, you know, is it okay if I if I record some of this and bring it back for the show? And he was fine with that. So, you know, of course I had to lead. You have this time, this audience with the mayor. I have to lead with the important pressing issues of our time. <laughs> you started with the restaurant, didn't you? My first question is, do you really not like Cracker Barrel? Or what's the story with that? <laughs> Does everybody know the story? <laughs> I can't believe we're still talking about that. Because I love Cracker Barrel. Oh, yeah, we're talking about it. <laughs> by the way, Mr. Mayor, I love Cracker Barrel. Yeah, right. I thought you got that in there, too, by the way. So I think initially... He was like, come on, man. But he was a good sport, and he actually went even more than he had to on the record of how much he indeed does like Cracker Barrel. <laughs> so I, I actually do like Cracker Barrel. As a matter of fact, uh, just last year, I mean, my family uh, and I were at that Cracker Barrel, that very same one, uh, and that's not the only place. I mean, we go to Holy Hill every single year. And then he went on this litany of other places that they have visited in Washington County. I don't know. Right. I think you should have followed up on that. What did you have, Mr. Mayor? Receipts. <laughs> yeah. Do I need to file an open records request, or can you just produce those receipts? <laughs> so, but to the substance of the point, and backfilling here for those who don't know the story, after about the first of the year, the county executive in Washington County, Josh Showman, put out a tweet, or a post on X, yeah. and basically said, hey, new sales tax in the city of Milwaukee, increased sales tax in Milwaukee County, Come on out here to Washington County and save some money on big ticket items was essentially the spirit of his text. And the mayor took it as a cheap shot and he didn't like it. And so there was this back and forth. The mayor had said, oh, yeah, well, folks want fine dining and, you know, theater and all the all the things we have to offer fine. Or they could stay there and go to Cracker Barrel. And that was his shot back, which is how Cracker Barrel got all wrapped up (laughs) into this thing. But the mayor did expand on his point. He thought it was a cheap shot. And he pointed out, he said, look, Washington County. And many other counties, in fact, every other county in the state and municipality benefited from the state shared revenue agreement that we struck with the state of Wisconsin. He and County Executive David Crawley spent a lot of time back and forth in Madison. They helped get that deal done. And his point was, hey, Mr. County Executive, you got some of that, too. You're welcome. Our efforts were helpful, not just to the city, but they were helpful to communities all around the state of Wisconsin. And he took that uh, as sort of a wedge issue, a cudgel to try to you know, say, oh, folks, why don't you come over to Washington County? Like, let's not make light of the situation. And my thing is like, look, if you want folks to come to Washington County, uh, that's fine. Maybe you should try to work to build some affordable housing in your county. <laughs> Boom, shot back. So I want to move on here because there are a couple other things I want to get to. We talked about Northridge, barring the unforeseen, the city about to take ownership finally of that property. There's okay. a window for the overseas company yep. that owns it to appeal a judge's decision, but that is unlikely. My primary concern about that property is what are we going to do with it? And is it going to be like other spots in the city? For example, Century City in the central part of Milwaukee that we have all these grand plans for and then... Outside interest comes and says, all right, we'd like to do this here. And then the city stabs itself in the back and nothing gets done. 
do we sometimes though get overly picky? And like, I, I would love to see great things mm-hmm. as well. But sometimes, you know, it's like, look, you have to have the private sector tell you what they're willing to invest mm-hmm. in in that particular location. That's my concern is that sometimes sure. we just get overly picky. Sure. Well, we'll take a pass on this one. We'll take a pass on that one. And then 10 years later, it's still empty. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. So had to cut out some of this because I want to get to the substance of the mayor's point. And one of the things I referenced was Century City. We had that deal with the Veal guys out of Franklin Strauss. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And it was all set to go. They were going to move a meatpacking plant to that largely vacant space. Lots of jobs, whatever. The city eventually stabbed itself in the back by killing the deal, spiking the deal. The mayor is saying, like, I was one of the people that brokered that deal, and I voted for it. And, yes, I see your point. So it was disappointing to me um, that we did not move forward with that. So um, while you need to be picky to us, you know, to, to a degree, that was one where I thought we should have picked it uh, and move forward with that. So uh, I'm interested to see what happens at Northridge. I understand, you know, exactly what you're saying, Vince. Um, but I think we should, and we owe it to the people who live there who have dealt with this for 20 plus years to look at what all the possibilities are and not just simply take the first thing that comes up, um, just simply because it was offered. I think there's other opportunities. So we'll see what those are. First things first, let's get rid of the blight. Uh, Let's get rid of the danger so that our firefighters and the people who live over there don't have to put up with that anymore. And to his latter point there, first things first, he wants the place to be torn down. He wants the property secured so it's no longer a safety hazard and a blight, and then we'll get to these other things. So. That's if fine. there are other things. And that's, I mean, that's my question. What are the other things? Exactly. I, do they even exist? Will they exist? Hope so. And you don't get to decide what those things are because it's outside investment. So Eric's company here needs to have a proposal for that land. I imagine there'll be an RFP, a very wide one, and they'll do all of those things. But right, let's not be overly picky. If somebody wants to do something, let's at least consider it and not get caught in these things. One more thing, because I've been critical sometimes about where the city puts its resources. I I joke all the time about the obsession that we have over bike lanes and separating out the bike lanes. And for those people who are cyclists or ride to work people, it's very important. And I grant them that it's not something that I do. So, you know, maybe I'm disconnected from it. There's another reason that it is kind of important. The mayor talked about his push to put a million people in Milwaukee. He wants to grow the population of the city to a million people. And he had an interesting to say, Interesting thing to say about how young people choose where they want to live and how we attract young talent. What am I? I'm a millennial. I'm a millennial. And Generation Z or whatever is after me, uh, I come to find out that um, they generally will select the city first. They'll fall in love with the city and its amenities first before they decide to take a job or settle down or whatnot. So that's what I want to make sure that we're building as well here, too. So like the Deer District, I think, is an excellent example of that. But it's not just that citywide. Um, that's why I talk about this protected bike lane network. Right. It's, it's certainly got uh, an application uh, in terms of reducing reckless driving. But that's a bona fide amenity that you're seeing become very, very popular in other cities across the United States. So I will grant him this, you know, just because something's not important to me doesn't mean it's not important to some other folks that the mayor thinks are important to try to track to the city. We so, know people that have done that, that have moved here because of the city first, that are from out of state. And then I'll find a job, right? Yeah. Because yeah. companies are companies. I can work at a company here. I can work right. at a company there. So if those things are important to young talent, to attract them, to retain them here, I'll I'll give the mayor that. It was a perspective that I hadn't necessarily had on that particular issue. 8.55 on Wisconsin's Morning News.